3: with Giancarlo Navas and Brian Goins.
4: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heap Podcast. I'm your host, Giancarlo Navas. And with you today, we have co-founder, Mr. Brian Goins. Hello, sir. Hi. We have Hot Tech Harry, Harrison Citrin.
2: I can't believe people aren't
4: tired of me yet. No, not yet. Soon, though. Soon. <laughs> <But> not <laughs> today. We got Heat Twitter president, Alf. Good evening. You lagged there. Were you paying attention? Uh, no, I don't not at all. And we have professional screw up, Alex Toledo. How are you, sir?
1: What's up? Here to ruin your
4: podcast. (laughs) Like always. Right on cue. All right, boys. So
3: I'm uh, also here. Oh my god, I forgot. See, no, hold on, wait. Let me explain to the audience what just happened. You know, I was let me explain what happened. You forgot me. (laughs) Yeah, because
4: there's a game on, because Chris doesn't have his Skype camera on him. He has it on a television, so I'm looking at now a Verizon commercial.
3: Oh, so what, you um, think I'm, like, your computer now or something?
4: Well, technically, like, your screen is just for me to monitor the Cavs game, because I don't have it on here. And we have oh, yeah. our statistician, who's wearing fancy socks right now, Christian Hernandez.
3: I always keep the socks fancy.
4: Are those the D-Wade socks?
3: No, man, those things are way too expensive, dude. I get mine on Amazon.
4: What? what what's expensive?
3: What are, what are they? What does he charge for that? I don't, I don't know. I just thought it was kind of outrageous. I, it must have bucks. been like 15, yeah, at least 15, 20 bucks. Like, for for a pair. socks? Yeah, like, That's no. wanted more
4: no. money from Riley? I,
3: I mean, I'll look it up, <laughs> but I don't really care that much.
4: God, you don't, a don't
1: sock have a You must not have kids, man. All these socks cost 15 to $20 a pair.
0: I dude, seriously?
1: Holy
3: crap. Yeah.
1: Yeah, a pair of socks is like 15 20 bucks Dude, I always go for
3: like the six to eight pack bundles that it come oh, yeah. out. You know, somewhere mid-20s, like maybe low 30s, but it's like it's good value, you know? Yeah, I'm all They're about these. Like the, uh,
5: special,
2: right? Exactly.
5: dollars like a pop for these socks.
2: Yeah, word to lefty life.
4: <laughs> a lot of money for socks.
1: Socks are what's up with the young people, man? I do think this you? is where we start the trade deadline show. We well, there was a trade, trade deadline? What are you
4: talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I was just at work today. Allegedly. Allegedly, there was a trade deadline. There was, rumor, has it. It. Yeah. Rumor, rumor has it. Tr- um.
5: Rumor
4: has it. Rumor has it. Oh, God. Thank you, Brian. I'm to <laughs> laugh at the Celtics because the Heat didn't do anything, and we'll get into that later. But I do want to start the show laughing at the Celtics. And Alf and I were talking before we went on air. And... I think if you're the Celtics, so I, I had a conversation with with a friend of mine who's a Celtic fan. and He was saying, "No way, the Pacers were asking way too much for Paul George." And what way too much was was Jay Crowder, Marcus Smart, Avery Bradley, and the Nets pick. And he was like, "No, that's way too much for Paul George. He's not going to come. He's not going to stay here. That's ridiculous." And I'm thinking, if you don't think you're a Paul George away, then what what are you doing? Because if you
1: don't think you can beat Cleveland with a guy like that, if you add a guy, then oh. you're not close at all. Wait, so then what, it, what are you doing? But if you're, you're – you can be a Paul George away without – I mean, if you don't have to gut your entire team. I mean – Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's gutting and, your team?
3: Because – if you know, you know who could be a Paul George for them? Markel Fultz. Like, but that's kind of like why give up that pick? Like maybe? for – especially for somebody in Paul George who this year is not having a very good year compared to what he's usually done. So why would you – That seems, I don't know, that seems like a... That seems
1: short-sighted and irresponsible.
4: This is the best best that they've been in a long time. Kevin Love's going to be out the next six weeks. They have a legitimate chance at the one seed. And if they're going to beat Cleveland, they're probably going to need that. This is their best chance. Right now... What if they end up up with Lonzo Ball or
3: Markel Fultz, and then they still have another Brooklyn pick, and Brooklyn looks like a disaster. So it's probably going to be another high pick. pick. But if you have another Brooklyn pick, then you have something to fall back on. It's not as, like, you know what I mean? Because
4: you're you're not even gutting the team because Jay Crowder and and Paul George have a similar skill set. Paul George is better. So you're upgrading there. And then you're losing Avery Bradley, which is, to be honest,
1: the only substantive loss. And you're losing Marcus Smart, but they—I mean—they utilize those. They utilize all three guys. All three guys are part of their rotation. You can't so replace you, Marcus Smart with a. Yeah, buy-up. but but listen, you're losing three rotation players and a really really high draft pick in a really really good draft for a year, maybe a year and a half of Paul George, who is not guaranteeing he's going to resign wherever he's traded to. Yeah, that's like keep, to, to me, that's los- really short sighted. Like it's not, it's not, it uh, it's not a good move. But. They're either close or they're not, because as we seen with Philadelphia, they draft the, the the the
4: draft is, is point guard heavy,
1: especially at the top. But uh, so but gonna- really is for the Celtics is is a Paul George type player their problem, or the it's fact that blocks. they have no rim protection or interior
2: presence? But they like, so, to what get is that either? Yeah, yeah but is- the, the problem with the Cel- the problem with the Celtics is last year they spent all this money on Al Horford, so you're thinking like they're making a move to contend, right? That's why you give Al Horford twenty seven million dollars a year or something ridiculous, and you max him out. And so now you're you're in a weird stage because you either need to decide like you can't be middle of the road. Middle of the road NBA is the worst thing possible. So you either go for it if you think you have a shot or you rebuild. And so basically what you've done now is like you don't want to trade for Paul George because you're worried about him leaving. That's fine. But then you're going to this offseason with your money you're going to end up having to like figure out do I want to resign Avery Bradley? Do I want to resign um Isaiah Thomas and then that's where your money's going so you're stuck with the same eh, team that you know can't beat Cleveland I I agree with you Harrison but I just don't think Paul
1: George is the move like that this, this is where I disagree with Gianni like this that is that's like from a fan base's perspective of just making a move to make a move to me like Paul George doesn't make you substantively better um I don't think so. I think what they – I think and it, it may sound like, whatever, I'm being heat homer guy, but they needed to go after a guy like Hassan. Like, they needed rim protection. They Hassan, even, if, if you don't think that Paul George is going to put them over the top, you think Hassan is? Because of because of their positional needs. What they need is not Paul George. Like, when they need you're, rebounding of rim protection. They they don't don't have right. Point straight. guard yeah. is
3: 5'9", Isaiah Thomas. You need a very capable big back there to protect the rim for him because even, he's going to get blown by. He's going to get put in the post. Like You have to have people to protect him.
1: And even if they didn't go for like a a, um, a max center like Hassan, like they didn't go after anybody. Like They, they could have tried for Bogut or... They, they didn't do anything to address any of their needs. Like, but you don't think that if they get Paul George and they're like, let's
4: go after the bio guys, let's go after Bogan, let's do something else.
2: Yeah, no, no I think that's if you're going to cash in your chips. And yeah, I mean, basically what Boston said, which is fine, I'm not even I don't even think this is where they screwed up. They basically are saying, like, we'll try this season with what we have. And then I think they're gonna go. At, they'll go back to Paul George or Jimmy Butler at the draft. And then you have more leverage against the Pacers because you're like, we'd only have George for a year. He's probably leaving you guys. We'll give you the Brooklyn pick next year. That's our offer. And well, then they'll either they'll either because t- because the Pacers are gonna stink the rest of the year. They're gonna miss the playoffs. And they're gonna be looking at this team, being like, we need to get they're gonna, value. They're, for gonna George. The, they're
4: gonna miss the playoffs.
2: Yeah, that team is that I mean, team. They're above.
4: Good. They're above Chicago.
1: Detroit, Miami right
2: now. Like, that's, my, that's my bold prediction.
1: But yeah, I mean, but I mean, they're kind of on a downward trend. But here, here, here's my thing. Why are we clowning the Celtics? Shouldn't we be clowning the Pacers for asking for that much? Like, no. why that's do you really want – wait, if you're the Pacers, why do you want Marcus Smart and Avery Bradley? Like, why do you want those guys? Like, if you're giving really up Paul George, it's tank time, baby. Let's go. Give up Paul George, get that pick, and be done with it. Like, that was, like, to me, like, the, the dummies here are the Pacers. Like, why are you asking that much? Like, why do you, like, what does Mar- Marcus oh, yeah, that's Smart that's and Avery Bradley do for your future? Like, Marcus Smart is good. a young prospect, so I don't see. Marcus Smart I, I, I can see. Is, a, is a bonehead. Okay, Marcus Smart in <laughs> the pick. Like, Marcus Smart in the pick. Come on. No,
2: like you, you can get more.
1: For Paul George? I mean,
2: he started
1: not. on a $7 million contract.
2: Yeah, I mean that was it. It was interesting because I was arg- uh, not arguing. I was having a discussion. Yeah,
4: yeah, it's it's the salaries. You know, Alex has a point.
2: No, but I was I was having a discussion with the uh, dose. This is why I can't do the trade machine. By the way, sorry, Harry. I no, don't. you're fine. But I see. I think but I think Butler's a better player than George, and he's he's on a longer contract, so that's a guy you can really like throw some some they picks. Have, some I would have thrown uh, the
1: house at Jimmy Butler.
2: And plus he's another defender, which you kind of need on that team when you have, like, a weak point guard defending, you know, the point of entry. It's good to have a guard that can uh, prevent penetration in the paint. But I thought George fit better with the Celtics. I I really think the Celtics will make a move on draft night. I don't think they can continue to, like, um, just, you know, sit on these picks and do nothing with them. Harrison. What's the point of doing so? This is the year that they're close. It's not, we don't know next year. They know today. But that's not, but, but, Giancarlo, that's not how they feel. They, they, if they felt close, they would have made the move. What they're, what they're worried about is making the move and still finishing behind Cleveland or the Warriors. And then they feel like they've wasted. I know, but that's how, that's how Danny Ainge feels. That's why.
1: So if they're going to trade away the same stuff and get the same things later on, why not just do it now when, when Kevin is, close, is a little when bit weaker? Kevin
2: Love is hurt, exactly. They're going to end up
1: making the same transactions, whether you lose in the second round or in the conference finals. I don't understand why, no, why, I, why I, they would have just pull the plug right now when they have the I most I, leverage.
2: I think at the draft they could they could do like a Marcus Smart and the Brooklyn 2018 pick instead of giving up like a chance at Fultz or Ball or someone that they that But then that you they have can. less, you have half the season less of Paul George. You lose an entire playoff. You lose a postseason. Yeah,
1: you lose a postseason. Well, why would they we, ask for the top I mean, three really, is Paul George putting anybody over the top? I mean, he I'm does. sorry, Alf. Like,
4: Alf. I mean,
1: I mean, he, I know, off. like, I know people are high on Paul George, and I like him, but like when you know, if I mean, small forward is Miami, <laughs> it's small. Yeah, but dude, that was he's not. I don't. There's a big reason I, why. Yeah, but is he the same guy he was in 2013 to 14? Alf. Who th- the Celtics. Don't have a guy that LeBron has to defend.
4: He gets to the,
6: the whole yeah, time
4: when Paul George is on the team.
1: That LeBron plays so many minutes for Cleveland. If yeah, Paul, but Paul George, was, George has not been Paul George. Like he's not the same. He's not. You, you're like you're having these these memories of 2013 and 14. He's not that no, guy, guy not right the now. Say, no, he's not. You're absolutely
4: right. But if you're the Celtics, you kind of so, have I mean, to take a chance. He's
1: you know. So, so the Celtics would just have no depth left, like nothing.
4: I mean, they lose. Like I said, you can fill in those gaps with buyout guys. There's a lot
1: of Jalen Brown and Terry Rozier in the playoffs now. That's what yeah. I'm saying. But, the, but you, I'm saying that the, if you're the Celtics, you fill that in with buyout guys. Uh, yeah, but Terrence Jones,
4: Darren Williams. Andrew Bogut, like, those guys become available, and your team becomes that much more attractive to those guys and you're like, hey, come here, we're going to be good, and you can get minutes because you'll be playing ahead of Jalen Brown.
1: To play with with the big three of Paul George, Al Horford, and Isaiah Thomas? I mean, mean, (laughs)
4: they're They're the two-seed, and they're going to be
2: pumped. They could be a one-seed. It's like, yeah, we're laughing at it, but... No, no, but you have to understand, like, they're taking the approach where they can make those moves, and they're still not good enough. Like that team is still yeah, not exactly. good enough to beat. No, I don't think they're good enough. But I know, if so they don't think they're good enough. Then that's what not a good way to do they right? But that's but exactly. So that's so not, what they're doing a good is
3: a way to do things.
2: They're hoping that, that they're hoping that a fulter or a ball extends their competitiveness because you're adding another like star rookie to the team. So and them. that will. When they have a high usage point guard already, when
4: th-
1: this is not the NFL, where like the quarterback, like in the NBA, these guys need to play. These guys Dude, need to That that, off that Nets that Nets pick on its own should get you. Like could wait? Well, I guess because they couldn't just trade him into space. So that's is what that could be the tenth pick for all we know. Yeah, but I don't I mean, know. no. Let, let's,
4: let's be honest. We're, we're assuming that. You're no, it can't stuff. be
1: the
2: tenth pick. How could it be the tenth pick? How, how does uh, the, the Nets li- are
1: god awful? They can't.
2: I don't think w- they can. The worst. Have, the, the worst they three? could possibly. They're going to finish four. the worst in the league. So the worst they could finish is like four, three, four. I think. four. It's fourth, right? Yeah. The oh, okay. worst
5: they can get is the, the fourth.
4: fourth pick. Look, let's look at what happened to the Sixers. The Sixers drafted a center because that was at the time what people believed to be the best available player on the draft. They got stuck with him. Because they had a surplus of centers, which they're going to have with guards. Then they try to get rid of him if he's not as good as they think. Because everybody thought
2: Okafor was going to be good. Yeah, but unlike unlike this, uh, you and know, you're not going to get as much back as you probably you're should. you are going to get a first round pick for the third pick in the draft. That is, yeah, but unlike trust on that. Yeah, but unlike trust the process. If they end up with the Fultz or Ball, and they end up being like better than Isaiah Thomas, you could move Isaiah you Thomas. Don't for... not that? For, it could be awful.
4: We've seen okay. that happen. Okay. okay, or you can or you can trade Paul it for Paul, Paul George, George and suck. Can, yeah. like, like,
0: Paul you want to say they
4: suck? They're the two seed. The East stinks. I'm and not.
1: I'm the saying and Paul George is an all star. Yeah, a young you all star. Oh, guys, let's get off this. Paul George is the greatest things to slice bread. I'm not saying he's the greatest <laughs> thing since sliced bread, but he's, he's not, not worth. Three, he's not worth three rotational players and maybe the number one pick in the draft. I'm sorry, he's not worth being the cover on NBA 2 k That's that's a lot.
2: And uh, John Collar, we're not saying the Celtics suck. We're just saying that like they're not really they're not good enough to compete with the two best teams in the league and so they're, they're not kind good of enough Now they're nobody is. Good
4: enough. Nobody Johnny,
2: is. If they, if we're talking if we're talking Jimmy
1: Butler it's a here. a dumb way to do things. Like I could I could I could understand where you're coming from. They're but when we're talking better than Paul George but the substantive amount better that he is 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 negligible like, once, like you're you're talking about with the the kind of deal the heat put together for Shaq for Paul George no, like but the heat weren't a piece away. I mean that piece was Shaq I guess but Shaq was yeah when to... it's Shaq you do that you you gut your whole team but they you're I mean the whole team dude they're gun that's dude what what are they left with they're left with Isaiah Thomas Al Horford and Paul Paul George if I gave you that what at the beginning of the year, you're not telling me that's a championship team. No one's going to ha- say that. No one's going to be like, oh, the big three of Paul George, Al Horford, and Isaiah Thomas are taking over the league. And we're out no here explaining because with- of Marcus Smart and Avery Bradley? Okay, I'm. what I'm saying is you Avery have... Avery Bradley's the one with value, not the other one. You need depth in the playoffs. You have no depth left oh, if you, if you take out three... With quality bio guys, Terrence yeah. Jones available, Bogut okay. available. Darren Williams is probably gonna
4: be available.
3: Mm. They're
4: gonna have guys that they can fill in those spots.
3: Dude. Like, we've been drooling over these things? guys in the draft. Like, huh? drooling over them. Fault, Alonzo Ball, Dennis Smith Jr., Josh Jackson. Now I mean, when he's playing behind Isaiah Thomas. I mean, how old is Isaiah Thomas again? Twenty eight. Twenty eight. I mean, come on, guys. Do you I mean,
4: remember like
1: nine-year difference?
4: Do you remember? Yeah, but 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 Chris, you're not gonna are you gonna draft a guy
1: to play backup? It's not the NFL. Oh, whatever. Like, Paul George is Michael Jordan. I mean, Let's it's move it's on. It's not, so not, not a big deal. Bad. No, it's a dumb trade, man. You don't trade three rotation players and a, and a high draft pick for Paul George. I'm sorry. Like I, as much as I would love to sit here and clown the Celtics all day, like, right. li- like literally, I there's nothing more I would love to do. That it was replaceable. Like I don't get that. It's not that they're irreplaceable. They're part of the Celtics have their stupid Brad Stevens system. Marcus Smart and his tight shorts fit in that. Like what? I don't know what else to tell you. Like it's not. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be a good trade. They the the Pacers are idiots because they could have got that Nets pick, but they but they were like, oh, I need Marcus Smart on my team.
3: So Celtics-
1: they and they draft Markel Fultz, who's like who's who could play, you know, shooting guard.
3: Like and then he, he plays next to Isaiah Thomas and they just start destroying the league next year. Then they could trade, you know, that other pick they have and some of those other pieces and then get another superstar and then literally be a
1: juggernaut. But like that's Paul and, 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 be and, Paul, and Paul what George it, is another borderline all-star in a weak east. Yeah, but Paul George is a lot more likely to
2: be really good than Markel Fultz being a great shooting guard in his rookie season playing
1: next to Isaiah Thomas.
4: I mean, don't you remember the last time we had a draft like this, Andrew Wiggins and... Jabari Parker were like the next LeBrons and and Dwayne Waits or whatever.
1: It's still just Paul George, guys. I mean, no, no, it, it's still just don't, Marcus Smart.
2: Honestly, I'm hung up on Christian. What a a, what's, one a, what's a literal juggernaut? <laughs> what, a what Marvel hero. Or villain, I mean, or it's I a, four know.
3: four top ten players at different positions that start for you.
2: Can we talk oh, about? Um, I, I, no, go Harry. No, let's go. Let's talk about standing pat at the deadline. No,
4: I, I wanted I wanted to, to move off that for a second. And we're going to get to standing pat soon. How the Celtics offered uh, the Nets pick and their own pick for
2: Jimmy Butler, and the Nets and the Bulls said no. Now the Bulls are idiots. Because that, 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 have... that trade, oh my gosh! If you want to, if you if you want to clown someone, let's clown <laughs> Bulls. Like, think think about it. I'm not, like, I can't even clown the Celtics. This is a this is ridiculous. Wait, who, like, did you, who reported did you see that? Wade's face? What was I mean, he was he was upset.
4: Guys, think about this. The Bulls, by trading Jimmy Butler, they'd fall out of the playoffs and they'd be a lottery team. They'd have their own lottery pick, the Nets lottery pick, and the Celtics pick in this loaded draft. No, I think they if would and have, the Kings They played, wouldn't and, have the Celtics
5: the Kings... pick.
2: Did say, how did it's better... a swap
5: with the Celtics and the Nets, so it'll probably be the Celtics pick next year because next year Boston has both their pick and the Nets pick. The pick that they have right now is still their own pick; they just have the right to swap with Brooklyn this year.
4: Oh, so then if oh, so that Nets pick that everyone's valuing is actually a pick swap? Yep. Yeah, yeah, got you, got Okay, regardless, um, they would have had two lottery picks in this loaded draft, which is just like asinine to think that they wouldn't do that.
5: And is it true that Woj said that they were looking for functional rotation players? The oh, Bulls? That's what they wanted.
2: <laughs> Why did they trade Taj? I have no hey, idea. Because they, they knew they were going to lose Taj. But, but the the problem with the Bulls trade is they traded so much to get uh, Doug McBuckets. And then just, like, he was a throwing in that trade. So, you know, I I don't think Cameron Payne is anything special. Uh, you know, they, wa- they want a point guard because they, they need to move on from Rondo. But that's a bad franchise, man, and they keep making mistakes. And you know, do, uh, Wade's going to want to opt out this summer, and there's not going to be a market for him because he he didn't do anything this season. So he's probably and gonna so take much the less money. money available. He's probably going to take the uh, money he's and demand a trade. To opt out. No, I, but I, there's, I, not gonna a, there's not going to be there's not going to be a market for him.
4: Lebetsard was saying the other day that he just feels that like he's probably he's so unhappy. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's, I mean, that's yeah. miserable. Miserable. T- no,
4: I, I I think he has too
2: much pride to call and say, "Hey, uh, you want to fix this?" Yeah, I have, I have three words for Dwayne Wade: uh, "Sucks to suck, man." I don't think Riley would take him. Jesus Christ, Scott man. Harrison, you're such a like, dude. I'd take Gary.
5: I feel like that'd be awkward. I mean, to lock what,
2: I mean, I'm I'm really sorry that you were on the that you were on a cruise, like you know, sucking off LeBron, and you you know you couldn't, you couldn't take couldn't take oh, phone calls. And you needed your extra five million for whatever reason to go back to snowy Chicago, and uh, you probably can't even walk outside without you know being worried about that crime ridden city. (laughs) God! Why don't we play the imaging? Oh God, we had imaging for this, and it's just
0: unbelievable. Now it's time for a new segment we like to call Hook Take Harry." Take Harry. Harrison Citrin has been waiting all week long, all like a month, to fire up (laughs) some of his latest spit firing tapes. So and I have no idea what that means, though. No. That you don't care if they are both ridiculous and, wrong. ridiculous and wrong. Because you love it. Because you love it. Because you love it. It sounds like Sports Center. It's going to be lit. It's going to be lit. It's going to be lit.
2: I was cut off halfway through my rant, but honestly uh, Dwayne Wade deserves everything that's happened to him uh, there's no reason for him to leave home where everything was beautiful the sun was shining um, both his wife both his wife and the other women were really enjoying him here in Miami what? and and now um, he's in snowy Chicago where he's fat <laughs> unhappy uh, hurt. And he's just a shell of himself, man. On top oh. of that, he's he's with a terrible organization that can't figure out what they want to do. They signed Rondo to be bad court mate, thinking that that would be a smart play. And now he's sad and upset. You know, they, they just traded their best uh, hustle player, the Haslam of the Bulls, Taj Gibson. Not too And, no, he's, I mean, the same type of player. He's not Haslam, but. And, yeah, he's, I mean, this is just. This is sweet. This feels good, especially for Team Petty. Like this is vindication. <laughs> he
1: uh, also he also can't get a decent haircut in Chicago. I don't know if anyone. Oh, gonna he
2: miss. looks oh. he looks awful in every way. I mean, yeah, there's not looks, anything.
1: He's like yeah, peasy headed, like Kevin Durant looking lately. Like yeah, I mean, he just he just looks rough. Like he just he looks like a guy who used to play basketball.
2: Yeah, he looks like he should join that big three league. Maybe they'd accept him next year. Oh, I miss man.
3: the old. I wish. Dwayne. I wish we could go back to when he called him fat, because the way he said it, it was like <laughs> he put so much emphasis on it. It's
4: I disgusted. I, I, I like just say like, you're so fat. Like. that was the best hot take Harry ever. <laughs>
2: that was, and we had to ruin it by, by playing the music like right after he had done. We needed it. to do it. Oh man It's fine, it's fine. I had two good I had two good hot takes on each side. But basically Wade's a bum and we should be happy that he left and thank <laughs> god he, he thank god he didn't like uh, Riley's very fair offer. So uh good luck to you, sir, and <laughs> I hope uh, Yeah. Good luck, man. That's gonna make the montage next to two
1: hundred episode. <laughs> good luck to you, sir. <laughs> disrespectful, sir, I've ever heard
4: in my life. ain't your sir,
5: pal. I ain't your pal, friend.
4: <laughs> Yesterday, though, that's the first time your Harrison friend, has ever been a black person, sir.
2: Oh, come on. That was exhausting. I'm going to go get a drink. I'll be right back. <laughs> I want a beer. I would need to be faced to have that
1: level of...
3: Write it down, Brian. Like write it down.
1: <laughs> well, hey,
4: you
5: haven't
1: had to do that in a while.
5: I know, Look I at that, you. it wasn't
1: even me again I'm getting good at this radio thing
5: This isn't radio, just letting you know You've had, you've had the
1: experience, Al oh. I did I didn't curse once on 790
4: I can't believe that,
1: that's like okay. an upset What, uh Are we gonna talk about the heat?
3: I mean. Okay. Yeah, I mean can we, can we talk about how everybody's so upset About the fact that we didn't make a move But Jack it's like
4: especially. Jack was bad Oh man
3: like you gotta understand, like when you got a bunch of guys on one-year deals, like you can't. That's not a trade chip. That's somebody who's gonna <laughs> f- and f- leave at the end of the year and go wherever the f- Brian, wants. Brian, Brian, right. Right, Brian, write those down. Yeah, Brian. I'm sorry about that. If I dropped a few there,
1: <laughs> a few. <laughs> um, but no, I'm serious. It upsets me. It's just it when you look at it. When you look at the trades that most uh, most teams made, they, a lot of people are trading like role players for role players. Our role players are all on one-year deals. Like, why trade them?
4: Stars. Our role players are stars.
3: Say it, Alf.
1: But, 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 uh, but why – none of these guys are, are – the only albatross we really have are – we have Bosch and we have McBob. And no one's going to take McBob. Like, you can try to package him with Wayne Ellington all you want. <laughs> like, <laughs> that
6: was
4: so funny. <laughs> I it. like, well, I, I, I'm so surprised that no one wanted
3: that. Guys, Wayne Ellington's been hot for a month. Quick! Get him with some
5: <laughs> It's a trap.
2: Yeah. Here's McRoberts. He has funny hair. He loves bounce passes. Take him! Yeah, I think the, the. I was saying it on the last podcast. The issue with what happened to the Heat was winning at a 14 of 16 got you so close to the playoffs where you got to make the push now. And the only real tradable assets were either Wayne Ellington, JJ, or Dion. And. That's the thing,
3: you know. JJ- and you're not
2: going to get anything of value? No, their because contracts they're are um, Like No, you know? no, JJ, JJ you could have gotten a good piece for a contender. Yeah, Leif the said is they a Leif couple, said the Heat like were offered two second like, round like, picks. Uh, like Leif said? Two second round yeah. No, I think I think if the Heat were more willing to deal him, they could have gotten in earlier for, like, you know, the Rockets gave up a first for Lou, and uh, the Wizards gave up a first for uh, Bogot. Yeah. And I, I know they have extra years on their, on their contracts, but he I think you him Bogot? Nobody's trading that oh, Jean- nobody's just- Jean- <laughs> Jean- you gave him a nickname,
1: but Harrison, do you think Beau anybody's Jean- trading for a rental of James Johnson? This they is a thing. So but-
2: Bogdanovich, I don't know. James Johnson would have been perfect on uh, the Raptors. So they ended up going with PJ Tucker, which is, yeah, but
1: is it, I mean, we're talking about what kind of pick are you getting at that point? Well, what they are you up, getting
2: back? You have two seconds for PJ Tucker, right? Yeah. So dude, yeah, we, I mean, yo, man, who cares about second round? Like, yeah, that's well. The, the the thing is that listen, I don't want to be asset Twitter here, but if you um you need some of these picks to facilitate some of these trades. So the the issue isn't only that yeah, the Heat can't round first round don't get to anything; they get to PJ Tucker. Man? They get you PJ Tucker.
4: Yo, the rap the Raptors are. Yeah, a, are I like the only what the team. Raptors yeah. did, man. The Raptors I like the the they only. Did, team. Yeah, you yeah, thought you called Messiah the best GM in, in the league. Yeah, for a while. I said Messiah. How do you say his name? Is it? No, but you said Messiah. Messiah.
3: But Messiah might as well, man, because he's damn good at his Alex job. Said
4: Who said Messiah? You did. Also, this you year's did. I said Messiah. You're a liar, Alex.
3: <laughs> I heard Messiah. I, I said whatever. Messiah. You know. Okay. so yeah,
4: you were saying best GM in the league.
3: I mean, yeah, man, like when he was back in Denver, like he was, you know, he helped them acquire a ton of assets to surround around Carmelo and then executed that trade. And then he bolted for Toronto and then he found Kyle Lowry, brought him over to pair him with DeMar DeRozan. That looks like a genius move again. I mean, everything he seems to touch seems to turn to gold. So I can't hate on the guy. I was skeptical when he was going to Toronto. I was like, okay, let's see if he replicates what he did again. All of a sudden, boom, the Raptors are top three seed for multiple years. Like the
1: guy clearly is good at his job. So he, yeah. it's more like what he ter- touches turns to bronze because he's not not exactly. I mean, old. I guess like it's, there's
3: only <laughs> so much you can do without getting a true superstar,
4: you know. And I mean, the the two cities he's been in, Denver was just hard to get any star free agents.
1: Like a high yeah. grade of copper.
4: Yeah, but he did, but he did the mellow trade, which is yeah, like whole, still still one trade. of like. Have you yeah. heard what every player said about Denver? They're like, "Oh man, what they're doing there is great. The presentations are great. I just don't want to live in Denver." Denver? Every player says that. Why would Denver? Denver's Denver? Denver? Denver awesome. Denver is awesome. But they, I mean
1: they don't want to. For, Denver's awesome for white people. Like black people don't want to live in Denver, guys. Come on. I don't want to I mean, pop- I, I like it also, I guess. Like so. Utah. Like black people don't want to go skiing. Yeah. I mean. And smoke legal pot. Like, no. I
2: mean <laughs> <it takes laughs> does that, the that, take, off. that take away from it? Yes. Yeah, really? The thrill's on. gone.
1: <laughs> 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 sit, sit there in a coffee shop smoking weed. What kind of crap is that? Wanna be yeah, in somebody's yeah. basement? <laughs> with the, with the with the blinds drawn shut, and <laughs> drinking old English, the paper, bag? paper bags, paper bags, <laughs> <laughs> cutting it with a Newport. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, but yeah, and then if you look at the their pieces that were really worth something. Like, what were they going to get for Goron? Like, the teams that needed him were going to give you, like, two late first rounders or one late first rounder and a second rounder. Like, it just didn't make sense. And the the teams that should have been trying to go for Hassan, they didn't. So, I mean, what are you going to do? There was no smart move to make um, unless you could get rid of McBob and they couldn't. So these people who are upset and calling Pat washed up or Pat fell asleep at the wheel, dude, there was nothing to be done. Like, what, did you really want PJ Tucker? Like, what did you want? Like, Terrence, yeah, I mean, Jones, I, Terrence Jones was a a, a a decent target, but now he's, he's on waivers. Like, come on.
2: Yeah. No, I, Alf, I think you're totally right. And I, I mean, the move now is basically like they'll, they'll, um, they'll wave McBob at the, you know, so that they can get his contract off the book at the start of next season. And if they stretch him, then it will be a very small money over five years. And then, uh, I don't know, maybe they re sign Ellington just to have him as a good trade ship because a shooter on an expiring contract would be an interesting trade ship at the yeah, draft next he has a year. He team option. Yeah. Right, which means that the Heat yeah. will decide if they want him. Right? No, I'm so... for the audience. No, I'm saying for the audience. Oh, oh yeah, sorry. He yeah, has a team option. Seven million option for next year, team so. option. So, you know, Heat he will have to see who's available and if they can get anyone. I think they're probably looking at bringing back J.J. and ugh, maybe it's gonna Dion at a reasonable rate and going from there. Honestly, I'm surprised you, that, it, for agency go it. it's
5: going to be the same thing as last year. I mean, you're yeah. probably going to hear rumors of them meeting with Blake Griffin and stuff, but... I think you're going to expect seeing more one-year deals, especially after what happened this year with James Johnson. Well, They're going to have so deal. much money. There's, there's going to there's gonna be so many freighters that want to come here on a one-year deal yeah. just so they can get paid next year.
2: They're going to have $33 million in cap yeah, after the boss stuff goes through. Yeah, and Wade can't make the same mistake again, so we don't have to worry about that. So he's good. <laughs> God, Harry. Come on, this is the time to do it. He looks like, he looks like a dummy. He looks sad. <laughs> you don't feel bad for him? I do, man. Well no, I don't feel bad for making twenty something million dollars. I mean I, oh, okay. I, well, here I it look, goes. made a mistake. Here I, it I, I have enjoyed
3: the
1: fact that he clearly made a mistake, but I feel bad for him, dude. He's still yeah, one now, of us.
3: Like at come this on. point it's
1: like, hey, 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 back on. like 'cause and now Chicago fans are getting on him, which we all called like listen, right, you right, don't right. have you don't have that uh that carte blanche like you did down here to to not go back on defense and you know all but, the shenanigans. Like he he had you know he had it easy down here, and you know you knew those Chicago fans were going to get on him eventually.
2: Wasn't? What do you mean eventually? Wasn't the first article they wrote AARP when he went there? I mean nah, that's true. <laughs> then he had like he had like, they had, like a, like, a
1: two week honeymoon where he hit like a couple big shots, <laughs> and then he got tired. So. Chicago
2: Chicago's Pride's offseason season additions were a Dwayne Wade who's past his prime. And Rajon Rondo, who's one of the worst players uh, to be on your team. I mean, the the guy outside of the Celtics has just been awful. He's ruined franchises. So, I mean, whatever they thought that was good. Gar. I mean, gar form. Gar. What kind of name is Gar? That guy yeah, needs. That to is. A,
1: that's really a stupid name. They, they need, need to Rock
2: fire him solely based on dumb name.
1: That's keep what it's it the say. Gar and garbage.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Termination papers. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> the big slip <laughs> dumbass name <laughs> oh my god um the other
4: interesting thing that was floating around was the gorn and hassan for lillard but i think lillard. a lot of us can agree
1: that's probably a lot and gorn's been better than than lillard
5: i don't even think that was true
1: <laughs> that uh this lillard's another lillard's another one of these guys that like i'm like okay like he's he's cool he dribbles nice Killer. he scores a little bit like i mean I, I, he doesn't excite me like like to give up your two Draft. best players for Damian Lillard? Like I know that that I
5: know what, that trade was completely BS.
1: James Johnson included
5: in the deal,
1: huh? James Johnson was included in the deal? No, no, no The deal was um it was, I'll, I'll it. was a and in the first. first. You're
2: trying to say James Johnson is
1: one of their two best players.
2: <laughs> the The uh, rumor uh, uh, di- uh, the rumor uh, deal was Hassan and Dragic for Lillard, Azili, and like the middle of their first round picks that they had, which was the Memphis pick. So. I mean, I understood the trade. I think you're better off not packaging Goran and Hassan together because I think separately they have a ton of value. And I was getting in an argument with Jack on Twitter earlier. Basically, he wanted to trade Goran now. But the problem is the teams that could use Goran aren't able to trade for him right now. What so are going to
1: get? Like, two, uh, a late first-round pick from San Antonio? Like, yeah. what are you going to get? Like, who needs – what bad team needs Goran Dragic? So that's, right. why, that's why you, you wait for the
2: draft. This. Yeah, Orlando, but you wait for the draft, you see where the picks are, and man, you could get a really nice deal for Drogic assuming he stays healthy. It's not even about the play, because you know Drogic in the right system can play ball. I mean, he's a good basketball player. So it's more about... Is he going to stay healthy? And hopefully he is. And then you reassess in, right at the draft. It's going to be a really interesting draft because the players coming in are going to be good. A lot of teams are going to want to make moves. Usually a slow deadline leads to a pretty exciting draft and then July. So, you know, p- people are going to try to figure out this new CBA and that's when that's when you strike. That's when you look into Asan deals. That's when you look into Goran deals.
5: How likely do you think it is that the Heat might package Rogic with their pick to move up in the draft? To move up?
2: Yeah, oh, just, just nice
5: instead game. of giving another another first round pick or just moving up, kind of like NFL draft, where the Dolphins package one of their players to move up,
2: it would be beginning Who
5: whoever you're targeting in the top five.
2: I mean, I'm only doing it for like faults But
4: see, Brian, the thing with that is that the the this draft is really top heavy with point guards, right? Aren't the first four off the board point guards?
5: First three um, of the top five for, should be point guard. Yeah, yeah. So
4: a, a lot of it's point guards. So if you're packaging Gorin to move up, that would mean someone doesn't want a young point guard. And if they're at that draft position, yeah, and you have a couple of teams up there that use.
5: probably don't want him. I mean, if the Lakers continue their stride, you're no, looking at I, a Lakers I, I team that probably I doesn't need a point guard. I think even the
4: Lakers Well, have Magic Johnson's there. So <laughs>
1: <It's> <laughs> anything goes now.
4: I feel I'm like the Lakers sure can
5: make that move for, for Whiteside. You don't think they could sway him?
1: Well, they have that. They have that beast Mozgov down there. Who that they're paying what seventeen million dollars to?
4: Mozzie, as the Cavs fans call
6: him. This guy's so
2: lame. So many bad contracts you've M- wasn't the guy who did the language videos. Oh, that was Muzzy. Sorry, Muzzy. Yeah, <laughs> the, the the Lakers. I mean, I, I don't know what I don't know what they were doing, giving the, all that
1: money, giving Mozgov you, all that. Look money. at the Lakers. Look at the Sixers. Like, look. I'm telling you, And that's being a, being a Heat fan is not, you know, it, you're, it's, it's not a bad thing right now. Like, when you look at the cap space they have, they have their, I think someone wrote it on Twitter, they have five of their next seven first-round picks. Like, everyone's talk, a, acting like Riley's a, a moron. Like, really, we actually are set up pretty well going forward. Alf, the thing that, and I know that last show, if anybody who listened, I was
4: all over the place with my takes, but something that Harrison and Leif <laughs> <laughs> really made me think about was, Miami's not necessarily close right now, and it's it's going to be hard with this new CBA to attract free agents, because a lot of the guys that are coming up soon are probably not leaving, like Gordon Hayward, Blake Griffin, especially now that Chris Paul said that he'd verbally commit, and same with J.J. Redick, um, you know, and I know, Alfie, yeah, so you, can you maintain... I know you
1: maintain, <laughs> and I agree with you. But let's keep the band together, that... bro. You think you don't think
3: Gordon Harrod wants to get out of Utah, man? Dude,
1: I like, think like this that.
3: He's this really mid
1: twenties
3: attractive white dude doesn't want to come to Miami and just rule the city with his penis. Oh, sorry, not... is
1: that now. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I, I think I should timestamp that.
1: Oh, that's fine. He said, I have a question. That's a
4: medical now that we're church. on the Gordon Hayward thing, I want to a
2: medical attitude. term, Brian. It is. Can <laughs> I pull science. off the
4: Hayward hair or is that douchey? Do I didn't do hear, hear it? It? Who said that? I think it looks good. I want to try it. But is it douchey? Oh, you Like his hair? That's
2: what I thought you said. I thought you said, hey, you yeah, yeah, yeah. I want, I, want I want to rock that, that hairstyle. You okay, like honest. Hair. I, I heard. I heard, can I pull out Gordon Hayward's hair? And I'm like, do you vote this? <laughs> we're not bailing you out of jail. So. Is that a douchey haircut? Yes. Is it?
1: But you have to be famous to have to have that haircut.
2: Oh, right. Or live around a lot of other white people. So he really can't leave Utah. Chris, you really think he'll leave? That's a good point. No, I mean, I don't
5: know.
3: Like, I mean, it, it depends on how Utah does. It. They look a lot more legitimate this year. I think they're the fourth seed or something right now.
5: Can he sign a designated the uh, whatever that designated contract? Isn't he eligible for that? I guess he is. is. Yeah, yeah guess, so they could exactly. offer him. So it's like uh, another you know, 40 truck million, truckload. isn't it?
3: I mean, yeah, it's a lot of money, but then you got to weigh, you know, I'm already going to be making like 100 million. What's another forty million with all the booty rolling around Miami? You know what I mean. That's true. I
1: That's mean, forty million dollars worth of booty been, down he's here. He's been
3: here. He's played here in games. He's explored South Beach. He's it's probably slept with some of the local women. He's tasted the finer things. Those things don't leave your
1: mind. They stay. And they get you in the meeting. But is Utah going to pay him all that money? Jesus. Yes, you have to keep him. You have to. He's Can the you leader. imagine
4: Chris he's, doing? He's been better
1: than Paul George this season.
4: Oh no! Wait, I want to. I want to put Christian in the room with he Gordon Hayward, right? And Andy Ellis. Oh,
3: I would sell the shit out of the city. Like, have you have no one. idea. <laughs> Collaborate. <laughs> I lived in Boston for four years. I was dying to come back, and I. Well, I, I had some dark years here after I got back because, like, you could just get immersed <laughs> in it, you know? It's it's outrageous. Anyway, that's what you sell them on, you know? It's to play a little basketball, <laughs> lose yourself, find yourself. You know? <laughs> that's, that's what Miami's all about. Dark what? years. S-
4: so to talk about um, impregnating these people. Did you guys see that story?
5: Who? What?
4: <laughs> Black Sports Online put up a story of red oh they Hood. blocked
1: me Oh, oh you not going to read it
2: why what did you do you got I, you got blocked by black sports yeah you would think oh he <laughs> oh, you like, oh, blocked you your own too? people you would Bro, th-
1: that <laughs> guy sucks yeah you think i'd get a longer leash being a black sports person but oh. no i don't know he was spreading some crap i think it was about Dwayne. and i just basically called him a hack which he is like that that site is just complete hackery it's terrible But if you ever want to come on the show, Robert Latell, or whatever your name is, you're welcome.
4: Yeah, talk about that dope story. Um, Reggie Bush's girlfriend, fiancé, wife, whatever the hell she is, um, apparently has a baby, and it's one of four people. And it's probably not Reggie Bush, and two of the names were Giancarlo Stanton and
2: Alonzo Mourning. Good for Zoe, man. He's married, so. Yeah, oh but no. you know, Zo- you know, Zo at the game's got that flip phone that uh, <laughs> you know he only he only uses for other women. That trap phone. <laughs> that, yes. the phone- that phone doesn't run Tinder, or does it? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just text messages. It's like a burner phone that he can leave if it all goes badly.
5: <laughs> oh, like Breaking Bad.
2: Exactly. Like he's you know something's going bad. He just gets rid of the uh, flip phone. Who's a flip phone these days? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um. I brought, brought up an interesting topic
4: earlier today about... Oh, know, to, give me a credit, man. But let me let me do the show. Try to transition smoothly. Um, All right. Now that Hassan survived the trade deadline, how do we evaluate him going forward?
3: He's the fucking... Damn it, I'm so bad about the curse.
2: God! <laughs> I'm <laughs> Just write other words. We're sorry, almighty
5: baller. Just say bleeping.
2: Bleeping. You can use bleeping. Riley Riley seems to keep saying good things about him. I'm not sure if that's trying to get his trade value up. But, um, I mean, you just hope that Hassan plays hard. And if you get the right offer, then you make the move. That's really how you have to evaluate it. But you can't get upset with every ebb and flow and game to game because he's going to have games where he just, like, takes off. That's who he is as a person. And now he's paid a lot of money. So...
1: He needs to get his crap together is what he needs to do. I
2: feel like
4: we like haven't gone anywhere in like a year with this conversation.
3: Look, as long as he plays hard in the playoffs, that's all I care about. And until before he got hurt last playoffs, he was playing hard. So
1: I'm okay with it. But he needs to play hard to get us there.
3: Yeah, of- I, yeah, whatever. True. I mean, you know, but like like Harrison said it well.
5: well I go with what Harrison said. Did you guys see what Kevin Arnovitz said about Whiteside? No. 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 I'll read it to you. So he said, no market for Whiteside. I mean, zero. No one mm. taking on that deal. He's the most joyless basketball player he's ever seen.
1: Yeah. He was saying that wow. on the pod today. I was listening to it. Wow. you were that- thrashing Whiteside for like
4: five minutes. Let me that tell is you and you, and you know who was spearheading that. Tom Haverstow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I was about to say. <laughs> Tom Haverstow loves talking about Hassan Whiteside. Let me tell you. That was some hacky crap. That was some wow. shit, Like, Yo,
3: I that sounds rude, that,
2: though. But... That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I mean, that's, that's, those are people that don't audio?
1: watch us on Whiteside.
2: Yeah, that doesn't make nah, sense. I mean, I the, the Wade, the Wade thing I do is just because I'm hurt. But he sounds like um, he sounds like maybe Idiot. Whiteside did something with no. his girl. That really is absurd because Whiteside is often
3: like you know congratulating his teammates, you know, appreciating whenever like they get him the ball and like in a good spot. Like he's 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 actually like i – been paying a lot more attention after we gave him a hundred million dollars, and he actually is pretty vocal. He's been he's done more of an effort to to be more of a leader this season. And I, I mean, at least I've been watching, and I appreciate that. So I really question whether whoever said that was
1: actually watching this team. Yeah, that person doesn't watch heat basketball.
3: Like it's I'll obvious. The narrative.
1: Yeah, it's, it's that is it's somebody who just hears a narrative and just decides to. Repeated, and then t- we all know Tom Haberstroh. The jig is up on him. You know he's been re- he's been revealed. Now that everybody can get the same stats, he can get he's not very special anymore. So he's gone to Skip Bayless route and tries to say outlandish things.
5: We have our
4: own we, Tom Havistro. We you love you. Have
5: he curses more too. <laughs> yeah, That'd
4: be yeah.
3: It's
4: <laughs> got a get sailor it, mouth. You're edgy. You're edgy, Tom Haberstroh.
3: <laughs> he loves selling I mean, glow. Think that Tom's wandering south beach he, always, he would always post pictures and stuff so he's probably doing the same kind of things that i was but he's just not saying it
4: that's what you're gonna be from now on you're edgy tom haverstro
3: okay with that i kind of look like him too it's fine
2: selling <laughs> yes, no but christian you're much better looking at all your hair too for so now that's
1: no, i don't want to talk about that were they not even one. shop were they not even shopping whiteside or they tried to and nobody
3: no, they,
4: it, i mean they have... And they have to have been right, but I'm surprised that Arndt said there was no market for him. But let's all be you think know that
3: was such a hack report though that I don't want to even give any credit to it
2: at all. Yeah, I don't think I don't think uh, I feel like Riley was probably at the point where he was you know he'll always take the call, but I don't. It's hard to it's hard to move guys that have so much left on their contract like Goran and Hassan when you have all these teams and aren't really sure what they want to do going forward. That's why. Th- those two guys will be readdressed at the draft. Like that's the time to move them if you want. When when the teams ha- see what's going on and they know exactly how much time they have at, at this deadline, that's a tough move right now. I'm surprised that
4: Detroit couldn't move Andre Drummond, and I think that might have set the market for Hassan
1: because you know he was being
4: shopped, uh, reported by multiple people, and, and there just
1: nobody wanted him. See, I mean, if I... you call if you called Andre Drummond a joyless basketball player. I could well, see Le- that more. Le- Levitran did that the other day. Did he? Like he does yep. not look like he's having fun. But I, I can get that from Drummond, but not
2: Hassan. Drummond hasn't been the same since he shaved his shoulders. I'm not then sure you, if that. Uh, boom. I mean, he 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 looks like a different yes. person.
1: So now Harrison's still <laughs> a house take.
2: No, feel <laughs> feel it all you want, man. <laughs> that's yeah.
1: That is just that's, that's hardcore. That's a good take.
2: i said it day. before. No, I, I'm, I'm so disappointed in that. him. I'm sorry, Alf. I didn't mean to be Alex. I, no but one see, ever wants to. be
1: Alex. It it's like us hairy shoulder black men are just so few and far between. Like so, when <laughs> when when shoulder. one of us gets out there into the mainstream, into the forefront, into the spotlight, and then <laughs> just chooses to turn his hairy back on us, I mean, <laughs> it's
2: hurtful, dude. Have you have you guys missed Drummond at the meetings? Is it is it like a Dude, I haven't worn a tank top like in three months
1: because of this. <laughs> it's been just very damaging to us as a people <laughs> to start a support group so now the next thing that's got to be cut is uh, just his hair right
4: oh my god how, how have we not gotten to that yet Brian, yeah, I've been vindicated Brian, Brian's racist take it's
5: not racist yes. <laughs>
4: okay. So somebody on reddit some sort of reddit user I'm trying to find the story right now a Reddit user compiled some shooting percentages of Justice Winslow with his haircut and Justice Winslow with his with the fro and wasn't that for the,
1: Marcus Smart? Huh? Wasn't that for Marcus Smart? Well, was
4: it Marcus Smart? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 Yes, Marcus Smart. I um, have it. I have it. Yeah, I just pulled it up. Yeah. Marcus Smart shooting percentages and how before the haircut and after the haircut and after the haircut is shooting dramatically improved. Um, and for those long-time listeners, Brian has been... What is
5: it? Hashtag cut the fro? Or the fro has to go? Hashtag Winslow wins go wins fro know. got to go. Yeah, Brian's
4: been saying that because justice is... Well, you explain it, Brian.
5: Because it rhymes.
4: I, explain your take so that the audience that <laughs> doesn't know knows. Now. Right, hopefully <laughs>
5: Heat aren't listening, but essentially... <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you say yeah. hopefully the Heat aren't listening? how does he just accuse Zoe of having a burner phone I think we're good <laughs> <laughs> they don't care what you guys yeah, say they care like, what I say
4: to Dwayne Wade of sleeping with a bunch of women yeah
1: dude I, I think your, your uh, Winslow fro take is pretty mild at this point no, also,
5: the most, <laughs> I think Wes has said worse anyway so oh my god okay oh. go uh, not... so essentially the, the whole it's not a conspiracy it's, it's an actual theory that I came up and I kind of stole from someone else, but I kind of reformed it for myself. But my version of it is that since Winslow has long hair and it's grown out for a while and we did see him whiff his hair down in Summer League and he shot a lot better, as we did see, it's because his mm-hmm. shot release changes when he can pull his hand all the way back to his face. And the reason why that's important is because he doesn't have a flat shot when he can pull up your shot release towards your forehead. He's take it so much
1: better when he doesn't hair. explain it. <laughs> like, well, goes, yeah.
2: well, when he doesn't explain it, it just sounds like a white man trying to tell a black man how to keep his hair. So. Yeah, but that's way more you interesting than that.
1: what he just did with the with the hand flat on the forehead, blah, 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 blah. Well,
5: well, well the, the truth idea is, is, is that you want your hair in the way the of your jump thing. shot. You don't want it in the way of your jump Regardless, shot.
4: Regardless, Marcus Smart's 3 point percent went up 40, to, from 30 to 40.
1: That's telling. Yeah. At the very least, that's telling. Yeah.
5: Ever since he got rid of that french fry hair.
1: Before hair. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so many takes. Is this why Alfred Payton can't shoot? Because exactly. that's the hair in the league. Yup. We should yeah, try but... like a science fair project. Put
4: it on a poster board. Do like before and afters.
3: With the trifold? <laughs> the yeah, trifold. Exactly. <laughs> yes, yes, yes.
5: That's why Josh I'm Jackson just why can't Alford shoot. Alfred
4: Payton
1: and Justice Winslow. Yep. I'm going to make my son cut his hair and see if that helps his shot.
4: See, okay, can, can you report back to us? Have him like play a little <laughs> bit with the hair, uh, record like start charting field goal. Well, I'll help if
2: you want.
1: I don't know if you know we, how much my son loves his hair. By the time he stops crying, we we'll can uh, we can check and try it out. Alf,
2: does your son have like a science fair project this year? Because that would be an interesting experience. He did do a
1: he did do a shot chart for a science fair project once. Oh,
5: here's
2: about, part two, I think his hair added let, new variables scientifically study this.
1: Yeah, if I cut my son's hair, he'd kill me, so well, that's not going to happen.
4: I mean, you're the boss. It's son, you won't feed him anymore. What What did you tell me uh,
1: <laughs> about when he asked <laughs> you for allowance? What? I probably looked at the cereal he was eating and said, who paid for that? know <laughs> <laughs> how expensive cereal is. Like, it's absurd.
4: What kind of cereal are you guys
1: eating at your house? You gotta get the main brands. Like if you try to get the ones in the bag and then put it in the uh separate containers, like they they catch that crap. Like they're they're like, this isn't high fructose corn syrup. <laughs> That's is real sugar. Also, you're you're not, you're not buying the generic. You're buying the real thing. No, you can. not I'm telling you. If you like, we tried that. Like buying that malta meal stuff. Like the stuff in the bags <laughs> and then putting it into like the cereal containers. And they, 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 oh, they know. Come on, dude. I'm telling you, they're like this. This is real. This is real sugar. I don't want this. <laughs> the, fu-
2: the funny thing is is when you get older and you're paying for your own stuff, you're like, I'll just take whatever tastes decent. Like I just buy stuff at Trader Joe's and it tastes fine. Dude, I'm um, Publix brand everything. All right. Uh, oh yeah, Publix, Publix is so expensive. expensive. Where do you shop? Are you are you a caveman? Like, well, I get made fun of by my girlfriend because I tend to shop at the Winn Dixie. Why? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just. Yeah. Go ahead, Winn-Dixie. There's nothing wrong with Winn-Dixie. It's closer to my my house. It's a lot cheaper, and if you guys, if you want to hear a ridiculous story, last night in the parking lot, I was at Winn-Dixie. I saw this guy that looked super familiar, and I was trying to place him, and he was the chef who beat Bobby Flay on an episode (laughs) way back when. So if that guy, Todd from Miami, can shop at Winn-Dixie, I'm tell you,
3: man, it is hard to beat Bobby Flay. Like, me and my girlfriend watched, like, six straight episodes the other day. MFR beat everyone. And, and yet, like, they even brought someone once. who had beat him before, and he still beat him. Beat yeah, him this guy this guy beat
4: Delicious Bobby Slate on a Salisbury
2: steak.
3: So, what is, I, what is I, Bobby
4: Slate beating people at? Cooking. Like, what Iron Chef, or I don't even he has know. There's a show
3: is... called Beat Bobby Flay, Bobby Flay. where People <laughs> <very> come on <laughs> just trying to beat him, and he makes cheesy remarks every time he wins, and it infuriates him. It's like, like try, right? You have
2: to respect him. Oh, uh, I
1: hate it. I still so so do like, understand. Uh, beat him at what? Like making food?
2: Yeah, they, the two people come in uh, to compete
1: for you know each other. I don't like these subjective game shows. You, if People just like, oh, it's Bobby Flay. It's gonna taste better. No, so wait, so it's
2: a blind taste test. Like, it's a blind taste. I don't.
3: Stuff. Judges held up signs like at the slam dunk contest of
1: the of the rating they give it. Yeah, that's what Aaron
2: Gordon should have <laughs>
1: won last year. That's why this 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 subjective stuff. I'm not with it. I don't like it. Oh, how really did we get yeah. on Bobby Flay, dude? Like, how did it, this happen? Because Harrison told an awful story about Win Dixie. Oh, oh, no, yeah. I, made
2: up, I made up for it for whatever I did earlier, so I can Wendizzi go off. When dixie is great really
1: when, you go, when you go for your non-perishables. Like You go to winn 100%. Yeah, 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 it's
2: true.
1: And then you go to Publix and get your meat. Yep, I agree. That's a hot Costco, take. Costco, Costco for me. We need a hot take horn. This is the like most washed
2: conversation I've ever heard.
1: Like a, this, okay, is what, okay. this is what adulthood sounds like, Alex. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that you have to go to school in the morning. Some of us care about the price of our meat, Alex. (laughs) Yeah, not all of us take a school bus to school every morning.
3: (laughs) By the way, Publix is so overpriced on meat; it is awful,
2: horrible. Guys, if you have a Trader Joe's near you, that that's the place, man. I live in Miami; we don't have that. I think I go to a commercial meat shop
3: called Martinez Distributors. I get like beef tenderloin for like six dollars a pound.
0: Damn.
1: Are we going to call this podcast Trader Joe's? To...
0: Oh, my God! Yes! Yes! Now's the time to get more happy because the SoCal resident ticket is back at the Disneyland Resort. Save up to 25% on select multi-day tickets. And with more savings, you get more excitement, more joy, and more magic. There's no-
6: Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around.